it's Saturday evening and uh, I've just published Shelley's uh, weekly roundup but I thought I'd get straight on with uh, my next lot, my next week, or the week ahead. Um, one of the reasons is I'm stood out here, we, we, we had a wonderful week away and uh, we had weather that was ideal for me. Um, we basically sailed around the Bay of Biscay for a week, which if anybody has ever sailed around there, <laughs> you'll think, oh my God, that must have been horrendous. But actually, the the seas were dead flat. Um, one day, the, the, the wind registered zero. Uh, the sea was so calm and so flat. Even the channel, the English Channel, was like a lake. Um, unbelievable. Uh, and so, and, and the weather was, um, the first day was very sunny and hot and I thought oh, this is going to be terrible for me this week but uh, the rest of the week was kind of overcast but warm uh, temperatures of around 20 21 but overcast so it was absolutely fine for me and I've come home with absolutely no skin problems whatsoever which is fantastic but uh, <laughs> as I, I think I said at the end of the last uh, roundup <laughs> the minute we got home it absolutely the heavens opened and it we had torrential rain in the afternoon but this evening it's dried up but where we've had that uh the rain and then there was a little bit of heat a little bit of heat afterwards we've got a beautiful mist all around um the the, the skies are gray and moody with uh patches of light where the, you can see the sun you know reflecting upwards towards the clouds it's not actually out but it it's just um so atmospheric uh, which uh, I, I love that type of that type of weather and that type of outlook it's um it's just lovely it's, it's just the mist is is sort of clinging out of the trees and in the in the distance but it's uh, absolutely brilliant so basically today uh, John did the afternoon rounds and I did the eggs and fed the the cats and the dogs and that but uh, that's that's it that's all we've done. Well, I say all we've done. I mean, I've done washing and unpacking, stuff like that. But, um, yeah, so tomorrow, so we'll get a good night's sleep tonight and uh, start again, full on again tomorrow, which, um, but uh, with with a renewed vigour, really, after a nice week of total rest, um, which has been fabulous. And as I said, yes, Shelley, you can come any time for two weeks. That is not a problem. Uh, so, yeah. So that's the end of Saturday, and it's uh, not a bad day, not a bad day. The rain was a bit of a, of a pain, but it's left a beautiful atmospheric evening, so you can't really complain about that, can you? Sunday afternoon. Um, it uh, was started off a bit sort of like grey and cloudy. But I put the washing out on the line anyway, um, only to have to get it back in when we had to nip off to get some shopping. So I don't, I don't want it to dry nearly and then get wet. But then uh, since then the, the weather settled right down so I came back and put it back out on the line. But um, it's quite sunny out and it's, uh, at the minute John is, has been strimming um, along the front hedge and he's now trimming, trimming the front hedge nice and square. We had it flailed. Um, at the beginning of the year, which I don't usually ever do because I'm not really keen on flailing, but it's got a bit out of control. So now he's going to 
he's now sort of trimming it. Ideally, I would like to be out there helping him, but the sun is out in full force, which is typical. Um, I think the next podcast I might release, the Monday one, is the, the biggest wart on the small holding, which is, for me, the lupus and the, and the sun, because I just, I really want to get out there and do things, but I, it's so hot um, and relentless, I just can't. I mean, the week we just spent away was fabulous, it, <laughs> if I'd have been at home, because it was overcast but warm which is fine, I can manage that, but um, actually when the sun is out full, I can't do that. So today I've been, uh, well, we, although I say I, we had renewed vigour, we did, but um, it's kind of waned as the day has gone on, so we've done various bits of, I've done bits, bits of picking, and uh, John's cleaned out some of the animals, and then uh, Charlotte Macca came round for a cup of coffee, and then we had to nip off and get some shopping, and then when we came back... Um, Sat down, had some lunch and a cup of tea. And John spoke to his brother for a while on the phone. So I haven't talked to him for a while. Uh, I chatted to some customers at the gate. Um, but really what I would like to be doing is that getting out there and, and uh, deadheading and sorting out a lot of the front and helping John. But I can't because the sun's out. Um, so I came indoors and thought, all right, I'll prep some veg for tea. Um, I got some, bought some stuff to... Um, bought some mustard powder and that to make some uh, runner bean chutney later because got a lot of runner beans coming in at the minute. Um, make some runner bean chutney, which is always popular with people, both as presents or put it, you know, selling it out, selling it on. So yeah, though the renewed vigor thing was always in mind, it's uh, it's not actually happening. I'm sat here watching John <laughs> to do that. Um, if it was cloudy, I would definitely be out there helping, but it's just a bit too warm at the minute. So what I might have to do is just wait and, um, until it cools down later. And I'll, perhaps I'll go out later while he's having a rest. Um, do it vice versa like that. So yeah, that's, uh, that's mostly what we've been doing today. Um, you know, not as much as I wanted to get done, but, uh, that's the way it goes sometimes. It's Sunday evening, um, it's only past nine. I don't know if you can hear that noise. I'm just out here, it's almost dark. The cat's keeping me company. It's stopped now. You might hear it while I'm talking. There you go. <laughs> um, I think that's deer, but I'm not sure. Uh, whatever it is, it's making the right racket. Uh, we've been busy clearing. Uh, John started off cutting the hedge and then um, Samantha rang and said they were popping down the pub. Do we want to go down for a drink? So we popped down there for a quick one. Came back and uh, got back on with cutting the hedge and trying to clear all the the ground underneath. It's like hard standing and it's got really weedy. And I used to weed killer it, but I don't anymore. And so it's much harder to keep it looking tidy. And the driveway is... Um, this is we're on Ministry of Defence land, which was our, it was set up. Uh, RAF Broadwell was set up especially for the D-Day landings, and the land we we're on is was part of RAF Broadwell, and so the driveway that we've got was put down by the Ministry of Defence. Um, it lasted very very many years, obviously, but it does cra- it is cracking in places where the roots run, tree roots run, and things. So gets weeds in between. So we've been hoeing and sweeping and trying to rake out all the debris and stuff like that takes ages it does look nice when it's done but um you know sometimes you think oh you might as well take up the whole drive and put a new one down but actually there's no point it it serves its purpose um 
as long as we can keep it tidy looking. So yeah, that's what I've been doing. And I did go into the greenhouse to do a quick slug check, but I'm going to try and see if we've got any beer lurking around in the bottom of a cupboard somewhere and put beer traps in. I think it saved me keep going out every night because I caught one slug right on top of one of the peppers and and it's, you know, it was a waste of time trying to grow them when they've all got holes in and then the slug gets inside the pepper, which is not very nice anyway. So, yeah, I think that's about it for today. We had a busy sort of late afternoon, evening. I'm going to probably get an early night and get an early start in the morning. Got a chap coming tomorrow to take some photographs, professional photographs for a place called, a site called Wild Point, which is a campsite point which I've put the little back paddock on and it's literally wild camping at its best. You know, you just pitch your tent and that's it you've got no more facilities but it is a lovely place to be in the evening because you get the glorious sunsets that you can see so uh, you know hopefully we might get a few few takers for that who knows yep so that's still screeching away in the background there um i'm off to bed six o'clock Monday morning now. Um, I did set the alarm early, half five. <clears throat> I must have fallen back asleep a little bit, but I get up. It's actually ten past six now, so I've got up. made a cup of tea and I'm sat outside in the nice cool air because I'm really aware that we're not going to get very many um, mornings now. We're sort of fast heading for September, and so. We're not going to get many more chances to be able to sit out without freezing, without being really cold. So I thought I'd take the opportunity while it's here. Um, last night, while it was still while it was dark, I, before I think it was before I did the recording yesterday, it was, it was almost dark. Um, I thought I better just go and check the plum trees because uh, this time of year, although like. You know, you have your your seasons where you you start off growing. You know, you're growing seedlings and everything, and bringing them on, and then you're planting out, and then you, and then you get that um, bit in between where you're picking. Uh, you're constantly picking, but at this time of year it is what I would call harvesting time because things come in massive quantities now, and it it's a constant. You're constantly picking. Uh, big loads of everything nearly um so i thought i'd just check the plums and the uh, i thought the plums are sort of getting ready well they are they're ready to pick so um that's another thing i've got to put on the list this year and i think i probably won't save a lot of the plums i'll probably sell quite a lot of them because i still got plums in the freezer from last year or i could make jam with those and just put fresh ones in the freezer i suppose um yeah, so, but the, the 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 I've got a beautiful Victoria plum tree. I say beautiful; it's old and crabby, but it just is always laden with Victoria plums. Um, there's not quite as many this year as it was last year. Last year was absolutely heaving, um, but there's still a lot. And I looked at the green gauges. Funny enough, they're not quite ripe enough yet, which they, which is odd. They usually ripen before, well before the um, Victoria plums. But one thing I did notice as well is. And I don't know whether I've, I've sort of not quite 
with it but things maybe it is well it is the right time yeah i kept thinking well the apples are early the, you know got windfalls already they're a bit early but actually they're probably not um it's probably just me so yeah so harvesting uh will begin in earnest really now plums uh apples pears um the sweet corn is almost ready to harvest runner beans come in in pounds and pounds at the minute um the courgettes are still producing massively this is sort of the time when everything just you know you get lots of big quantities of everything tomatoes cucumbers chilies and peppers just loads and loads and loads on the on the plant which is a good thing so hopefully it'll stay warm enough for a few more weeks just to keep harvesting those and but yeah, so today my plan is to drink my tea and get on because I've got to go and look after Mia and the twins um, about half 11 when Samantha goes and gets her second vaccination. Oh, so I'll pop over and look after them for an hour or two while she goes and gets that. And uh, yeah, that's my plan today. It's 10.30 and I'm just having a sit down. And we have gone for it this morning. I got up early and cracked on and picked all the things I needed to pick, put out, picked some flowers for my kitchen, fresh flowers. John's going to town on the front drive, absolutely going to town on getting up all the weeds and everything. There's like hard standing and then there's like, oh, there's the concrete drive and then there's like hard standing, but over time it just gets weedier and weedier. Um and under the hedge so cleared all that out and it's looking really fab meanwhile i have been cutting down stinging it as on a walk through to the paddock and mowing that down uh, just trying to tidy up areas um get them all sorted really got the day wrong that the man was coming he's coming tomorrow not today but that's not a problem <laughs> um yeah so that's what we've been doing this morning just having a little five minute rest now 9.45, it's uh, lovely and cool out here, so I'm sitting outside. It's uh, almost, well, it's getting dark. Um, and uh, I went off, I went off this afternoon, well, sort of just before lunchtime, to look after the children for Samantha while she went and got a second vaccination, which was um, chaotic to say the least. <laughs> and uh totally wore me out by the time i got back um john dropped me off he was going to stay there but he said oh, i might as well come back and do something so he dropped me off uh, and then came to pick me up again uh later on in the afternoon when sam was back and uh, when we got back i said to him well, so what did you do he said ah well i had a cup of tea sat down fell asleep <laughs> so he didn't actually do anything while i was away <laughs> but uh he made up for it in the evening so he then uh, got on the ride on mower and um mowed over the middle paddock the restricted paddock that the horses had been on and he also went up the back and finished off some bits he didn't do yesterday on there so as well as then you know doing the feed rounds and everything else meanwhile i did i picked a few bits of fruit still not i'm not getting any raspberries i think there must be birds getting in there the only raspberries i got was a whole load of yellow ones that i found and the birds don't seem to like those so i think I think next year, or I think in the autumn, I'm going to split up those 
raspberry canes and just grow a lot of yellow raspberries because they just they don't uh, touch those for some reason but just normally i would have loads of raspberries and i've got none whatsoever so uh that's what i'm thinking of doing there i had we had um so fresh veg and that for dinner with john had chicken and then he added runner beans, potatoes and carrots, that was all from the garden for him. And then I had a salad and um, uh, with my chicken, that was all from the garden, which was lovely. And then for pudding, I had uh, the yellow raspberries and melon, which I'd grown in the greenhouse, which is absolutely delicious, with some yoghurt. For, so that was a nice sort of, nice, fresh, healthy dinner that's mostly all came from the garden, so... That's what I like. That's the days that are that are good when you eat in your own produce. Um, yeah, just like so now I was sort of finished for the evening, done the washing up, fed the cats, put the rubbish out, etc., etc. As you do, a bit like the end of the Flintstones where they kick the cow at the end of the night. And uh, so I'm just thinking what we've got to do tomorrow. So plenty more to do. Um, always, always stacks to do. I think the hardest thing is deciding what to do first. And then, of course, you've got all the other things on top of it. So I'm still putting away um, washing and still putting on wash loads. And I can't work out how you end up with more clothes than you've got hangers. <laughs> and how that works all the time. I, I see, I've, I'm now spreading my clothing into the wardrobe in the spare room, which is uh, crazy. I need to just go through my wardrobe and... Um, move on some stuff that I never wear I think or stuff that I've worn and not likely to wear again um, because I just seem to end up with stacks of clothes in there I, I never when I was packing for the holiday I thought oh I didn't know I had this t-shirt I didn't know I had this t-shirt stacks and stacks and John's just got heaps and heaps of clothes because he spends most of his time in his work clothes so he very rarely wears his best clothes except when we go on holiday or we're going out somewhere so his best clothes say best for a very long time but then when he gets bought a jumper you know uh, for Christmas that's another jumper in there and just end up with pie. I used to say to him when his mum was still alive say please tell him I'm not to buy you any more jumpers for Christmas because I don't, I've got nowhere to put them um, so yeah so yep so that was the end of today um, which has been a good day I, I when I came back from the children I went to sleep because I was absolutely shattered and I was so tired that when I woke up I thought I didn't even know where I was I was that tired but uh, I was sort of got some renewed vigour since then so um, another good night's sleep and uh, should be ready to roll in the morning hopefully It's 6.30 Tuesday, um, John is busy, we had a skip change over today, we've got quite a bit to go in the skip, so John is busy cutting stuff up to make it smaller to get in the skip. Uh, that's what he's doing um, since this morning, we were busy this morning, then we went out to the garden centre, had some lunch, then we put around to see my mum. Um, spent a couple of hours having a cup of tea and a chat with her. Then we came home and the sun was out, so we figured what we do is uh, wait out the afternoon and then crack on in the evening, which is what we're doing. So John's busy cutting up stuff to put in the skip at the minute. 
and uh, I have been picking plums and the green gauges are ready. Well, you can pick plums just before they're ripe and they will carry on ripening, which is probably a good way to do it if you want to um, sell them on or store them or whatever. But um, a lot of, well, the Victoria plums, there's a bit hit and miss because they keep getting plum moth grubs in them, so which are fine. I can cut them up and use the good bits for jam. But um, putting them out for sale is a bit iffy because, uh, you know, you wouldn't want somebody to buy a punnet and find half of them got a maggot in them. <laughs> it's not very nice, um, even though it wouldn't do any harm, but, you know, it's, it's still not very nice. Uh, obviously, we don't spray, and I forgot to put the plum moth traps out this year, so probably why they got them. Probably a lot of them won't have it, but you just don't know, and that's the problem. Um, so, yeah, I was doing that, and then uh, as I was in the orchard, I thought I'd go around and clean all the um, the little animals, and we've got the rabbit in there, and the quails are in there, turkeys, guinea pigs, and the light Sussex. Go around, clean out all of the water buckets, you know, the water bowls and everything, get them a clean, top up any feed that needed topping up. And when I went into the guinea pig cage, um, the guinea pig that I had to separate was lying down. <laughs> so... I assumed it was dead but actually when I got to it he was literally in the last throes of death which I have seen before uh, you know it's quite unmistakable really um, and I don't know why he's died uh, he was fine yesterday when I fed them um, absolutely fine so but he has he was separated for a reason and that was because the others kept pick it, picking on him and I find that I found that over the years, keeping animals, especially if you keep like what, what I'd call a colony animal or a pack animal, uh, if the, if one is ill, they will, they still retain their basic instincts and they will um, push it out by bullying it. I've seen it done with dogs, and uh, you know I've seen it now with the guinea pigs. They pushed it out, and they knew that it was ill somehow. Um, presumably and uh that you know in the wild they they couldn't afford to have a weak link in their pack or colony so they pushed them on out which is nature what nature you know nature's way um i don't know why he's died i can see now that he's not been eating his hard feed but i just assumed that was because he was having quite a bit of hay and you know green green feed and that but uh yeah, so I don't know. So anyway, the guinea pig has died, which is a shame. Uh, I don't, I don't know why. The other two are fine, quite happy. Um, so yeah, that's today. Today we have a, a guinea pig death, which is not very good. Um, it happens. Also, this morning um, we had the the lads. Well, it was two lads actually. Came to um, do some take some photographs of the uh, of the small back paddock, which we have put on a campsite called Wild Point. Um, so yeah, look it up. It's Wild Point Camping. It's um, it's a new thing. They're just newly getting it off the ground, but it literally is. Uh, you know, if you want to pitch a tent with basic facilities and nobody else around. Uh, that's that's really the idea of it, you know, to really get away from anything, which at the back there is lovely and quiet. You know, you get fantastic sunsets. 
the stars are you know on a clear night are amazing it's you know there's nobody around um so we i decided to sign up for that and what i didn't realize at the time was it is a brand new platform and i was one of the first hundred people to sign up for it and uh so they got in touch the other week and said, could they come and take some professional photographs? So they turned up this morning and um, with their cameras and they, they pitched a tent and they took some photographs, which was quite nice. They wanted to put a drone up, but we're inside a restriction zone, so they couldn't do that. But that would have been amazing if they could have put a drone up and taken some uh, shots of the site. It would have been good. Um, they seem like they really know what they're doing and they're going places. They've had, they have um, had a contact from... Um, a mainstream television program that wanted to feature their their new site so yeah it's all looking good and um hopefully we will you know get one or two bookings for it i said to him i'm not really bothered if we if we don't get any i'm not worried and but if we do get any it'd be nice it's nice to share our location uh, with somebody so they can see how amazing it is it, you know it i said to john i I suppose we're so used to it. We just think, well, this is this is it. This is our place. It's our scruffy little place. <laughs> but to other people, it's like, oh, this is amazing. This is a this is a lush place, you know. And um, different eyes see it differently. So, so yeah, we'll be we are we are on Wild Point. I have got the site up on Wild Point. Um, so check it out if that's the kind of camping you like, because it's a brand new platform. Oh yes, and. I've got a bargain today, a free bargain, or like one of those, driving up round to mum's, round one of the estates, and uh, somebody had got outside a green, a free compost bin, free, please take me, so I made John go back and shove it into the back seat, so I've now got a compost bin for the front area, which I've been looking for, trying to find something to make a compost bin, so now I've got one for free, which uh, is always a bonus. 10 past 8 in the morning and uh, <clears throat> thought I'd just do a quick quick talk. Uh, not because I've been up early and got masses done, because I haven't. Uh, only been up about an hour. Um, but I'm sitting down having a cup of tea. I have um, done the eggs and put those out this morning. And I've picked two bunches of um, flowers to put out for sale. Uh, so I, quite, I really enjoy actually going around putting flowers together. It's really nice and I've got two distinctly different bunches out there today. A bunch of <clears throat> all the same colour and then a bunch of what I would, I would call a more a more wild looking bunch. Um, so we'll see if they go. If they do, that's great. If they don't, I'll put them indoors. No problem. Um, the other thing I have did was I picked plums yesterday and so I've been looking at recipes for uh, Victoria plum jam especially because uh, you... you it's not something you can readily get in the shops you know it tends to be a specialized jam um which i know people love so i probably will make quite a bit of jam my brother-in-law loves victoria plum jam so i always tend to make him a few jars for his birthday um and i have also been looking up because i picked quite a lot of tomatoes yesterday and uh, we are coming to the end of tomatoes now but um i wanted to make a batch of tomato soup or a couple of batches and uh it's when you if you've got tomatoes and you want to make tomato soup look for a really decent recipe of fresh tomato soup because there's a lot of soups out there soup recipes add flour and and things which is totally unnecessary you know i don't i don't like that so anyway but 
I always find if I'm looking for a recipe, I generally end up on the BBC Good Food page. Um, which they tend to have some exceptional recipes. Uh, and indeed, the the recipe I want for tomato soup is, is one from there because it has uh, things like, it does have carrot in it as well, which if you just made tomato soup with just tomatoes that you pick from the garden, it's very, as it's very um, thin on flavour. So if you add carrot and things like celery, it deepens the flavour massively and makes an absolutely terrific soup. But you don't, you know, you don't need to add things like flour to it at all. And there are recipes out there which you can use it from tinned tomatoes, which is fine, but I can't really see the point of that, (laughs) to be honest. And there are, I think there's a Mary Berry one, that she uses sun-dried tomatoes um, along with the tinned tomatoes, which will probably give a nice depth of flavour as well. Yeah, I tend to, um, you know, BBC Good Food recipes always... I look at the ingredients because in a lot of these recipes you find online, I think, no, I don't really want to put that in, don't want to put that in. But um, they're generally really good. So that's what I've been doing. And I have made a cup of tea and I've sat down. John is at the minute um, taking apart an old sofa that we had that uh, is... uh, He'll take all the foam and stuff off and put that in the skip and then the frame will get burnt. Um... We don't, you know, I do know some people who burn the whole sofa as it is with a sponge on it as well, but um, we don't do that. So, uh, yeah, so that's what I'm doing. Um, it's quite nice this morning for me. It's overcast, but it's warm enough. We're going to be running out of warm enough mornings, so I like to take advantage of them sitting outside in the in the cool, because sooner or later the temperatures are going to drop off and it'll be, it'll be out here freezing with your cup of tea. <laughs> Which is still nice sometimes, but uh, making the most of the weather that we've got at the minute before it ebbs away slowly into autumn. It's 4.45. No, it's not. It's 3.45. And uh, it's been overcast all day, which is great because it means I can get a fair bit done. So I have been. been weeding and hoeing and trying to get some sort of order into the vegetable garden um cutting back stuff pulling stuff up like the 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 peas have done now so i pulled all the pea sticks up and that i've ordered some um membrane to put down uh cover up the bare soil so that a the cats don't do what cats do in bare soil and the the weeds don't grow back too quickly um i struggle with the the membrane i've tried various different membranes out i've tried um jute which works okay to start with but then breaks down really quickly so it doesn't it doesn't even go through the winter before it's broken that breaks down i've tried um some biodegradable membrane which is uh, pretty good, but it doesn't let any rain through or air. So, but it is, um, you can put it on the compost heap. However, it's very expensive. Uh, and so I've gone, going back to the woven membrane, which is not very nice and not great because you do find bits of it all over the garden, but it does the job and 
my take on it is you don't have to use weed killer on the garden if you're using that so you kind of have to offset one against the other really um, it's not ideal but I've, I've tried various other things and they don't um you know for one reason or other they don't work and at least with this stuff you if you tuck the ends in you can sort of prevent it from shredding to an extent and you know it's reusable each year until it's completely no good anymore but if you peg it down well it will last for a good few years so I do you know you do have to be sort of reasonable and think you know what what's what works best and I mean cardboard works great for a while but it does blow around in the wind and it's hard to peg it down because when it gets wet then it rips and if it blows and it's you know so it's not ideal it's ideal if you put cardboard down and then you put compost on top of it but I just want to for the, at the moment I just want to cover the areas that I'm clearing so that uh, the weeds don't grow again and so the cats don't get all in it because I do want to redevelop the whole um, veg vegetable area so I want I want to put in uh, we've got they're sort of like raised beds but they're not very raised they're only, it's only about six inches off the ground so what I want to do is put taller raised beds in so that I can put hoops in and cover them um, prevent you know the chickens getting on it the cats getting in it the pigeons getting on it the butterflies everything else so um always at the back of my mind that's that's what i'm planning to do i mean a lot of that will done be done in autumn later in autumn but for now i just need to uh, get it into some sort of control under some sort of control and uh, keep it that way until i can get to that bit so that's what i'm gonna do um john's been burning some rubbish and the, and all the tree the hedge cuttings that he'd done and the weeds that he did been cutting that uh, burning that and then so we've been tidying up in the hay barn just end up with bits of junk over the years so a lot of that's gone in a skip now uh, and that's really what we're trying to do however we have now run out of steam today for the time being so we're gonna have to have a rest have a rest but there's always so much more to do i pulled a load of beetroot they need all um cleaning and getting ready most of those will go out for sale because i've still got uh three rows of beetroot growing that i can use i don't know why i grew so many beetroot but it's pretty easy to grow and lots of people like it so yeah so they'll go out i've got to sort those out later put those out for sale and my tulip bulbs arrived today and luckily well, I say luckily, it was. I thought it was a thousand coming, but it's actually five hundred. So that's a lot less planting I've got to do at some point, but uh, still, still quite a lot. And my plan is to plant a lot of those in the flower beds at the front, and then also plant up a fair few uh, pots of tulips ready to put out for sale next year when they come through, which will be quite nice, I think. So yeah, for today or well, for the time being, I'm gonna have. Uh, sit down.